Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to all our listeners out there on Voice of Healing Radio and television, our media outlets. Just want to thank you for listening in. I got a real special guest here at the Re- uh, Reawakening Conference here in Phoenix. Uh, I actually wanted to talk to him, and I think it was Dallas. And uh, we just our our paths got uh, mixed up a little bit here. But I'm here with Gene Ho. Gene was the photographer for Donald Trump, yes. right? In the 2016 election. In the 2016 election, I was uh, Donald Trump's personal campaign photographer, so I got to see them behind the scenes. You got to go on everywhere. Oh, it was great. Air and, Force One, everything. Right? Uh, well, it wasn't Air Force One. We call it Trump Force One back then. <laughs> and uh, so I was with him in 2016, and I was with the campaign in 2020, but I was with Donald Trump Jr. So mm-hmm. had a long history with the Trumps. And I tell you, you know, you think about what the media portrayed Donald Trump to be. And yeah. basically he changed me because I seen how he was behind the scenes in a, you know, separate from what the media would say. So, I mean, that's a question a lot of people ask me, you know, how could you, how could you believe in Donald Trump? How could you vote for Donald Trump? And I, and you know what, for me, when I looked at his kids, your kids, the kids tell you a lot about the parents Right, and and I I said this this is a bunch of baloney because number one everybody loved Donald Trump before he ran for office even the rappers were rapping about him right I seen his kids they were good they they were good kids they were respectable they loved him you know and I said I just don't think I, I, this this is a they're trying to portray him this as a political you know bashing but you were there well here's the thing when I was there I was uh-huh. actually in the beginning a liberal. And the reason being... So you were liberal? Yes. So this job was like, <laughs> oh no, I gotta go do this, well, this guy. Yeah, well, here is the thing. I did it because I was a photographer for 25 years and I've mm-hmm. photographed many celebrities before that. But the thing is about being a liberal, the whole thing about it is, which I love, you don't judge people. That yeah. was the whole thing. You know, your lifestyle, anything you did, it's you and, and we could move on our way. But the difference is... The day before the election, I said, I seen this man, I see what he's like. And I said, listen, I am going to endorse this man. And when I did, I found out something very interesting is like the liberal community was the one that gave the backlash to me. Basically, uh-huh. it was okay with the liberal community to believe anyway, we won't judge you, we're in our safe space. But when it came to me, they judged me based on what I saw. And what I saw personally is I saw a great man in Donald Trump and an honorable man. So I bet, you know, that's just the thing. You've seen him with your own eyes. And so, I mean, you, you can't bash a person for telling the truth, right? Here's the proof. I, I mean, how did, you, how did you deal with that? Here, here's the truth about that. After the election, and I 
publicly came out, this was in 2016, that I'm supporting Donald Trump. He wins the election. I think, okay, I'm just going to go back to my old world. So many people boycotted my photography business, and it was, it was awful. But here's the thing about Donald Trump and all this stuff and where I was in, in my mind. You have basically me putting myself out there and then the world attacking me for what I believed. Yeah. And so when you look at all this stuff, it just shows you uh, I was uh, what you call a fly in the wall. I'm a photographer, but I'm not. I'm just watching him. And I seen him, how he interacted with people behind the scenes in private rooms, sometimes even in his private green room. Mm. And I seen how he interacted with different people and it was not what the media said or yeah. brought it out to be. Sure. I mean, what was the biggest thing, you, the difference you noticed between him and, and what the media was saying? Here's the thing, and I, of all the other politicians that I've known of and I've seen, the access to the politicians is basically based upon one thing, money. Yeah. But I was the photographer behind the scenes. So I was a person that took these VIP photos with Donald Trump. And so these people that I took pictures were, it, it wasn't because you had a lot of money or whatever, it was like the campaign volunteers. It was, I mean, wow. some of these people I took pictures with Donald Trump, and I mean, they they came in t-shirts. They were just regular people that volunteered nice. or whatever. And it wasn't wow. the money, big money people that normally gets invited to these events. Wow, that, that actually, that says a lot about a person. That they were, that he would, you know, it, it didn't matter to him. He was just there really for the people. One more story about that, which was really cool. Um, when I was oh, excuse me, when I was taking pictures of uh, Donald Trump, normally I thought it would be like two lines: the regular line and the VIP line. So I'm out there going, okay, I see this governor's here, the senator's here, so this is their special line. And they were like, no, no, all of them go into the line. Senators, Nobel Prize winners, they all win it with everybody. The long line for the pictures, mm -hmm. and then the special line was the uh, line for first responders, men in uniform, police, they got their special line to get their picture taken with Donald Trump. Wow. Yet all these so-called celebrities and congressmen, they went into the regular line with everyone else. Yeah. Wow. That, that tells you a lot about the man, doesn't it? So, so being a liberal, did, did he change your view on politics? Did he give you like, you know, see, to me, I, you know, People will go. Well, he's a he's a he's a fundamentalist, or he's a you know he's Republican. And to me, I, I'm not really that. I'm a I'm a person that looks at the at the politician based upon stuff that you're telling me right now. Well, it's like I, I don't I don't care about the political side. I I want to see who the person is. Does he really care about the people? Is is he a people person or is he a himself, you know what well, I mean? Right, and that's what I saw with Donald Trump is a person that's real. But the other part about it, the whole other story about it, is that after I was with the campaign, there was so much backlash. This was in the days when it was popular to be in the silent majority, and I really wanted to be in the silent majority. Mm. I wanted to support Trump, but yet keep my mouth shut. Oh, I don't really support him. Oh, he's a good guy, but I'm not supporting him. We wanted to be that. We were proud back then mm. to be part of the silent majority. But there was no choice. It's almost like when they say that basically you have the fence and like Satan owns a fence. You can't be midway like that. Yeah. So after I came out and supported Donald Trump, my whole world came crashing down upon me because people, the liberals, didn't like that I supported Trump. 
And so it was those darkest hours that basically it was not only that I changed my political viewpoint, but I drew closer to Jesus because my life was almost ruined at that time. Nice. Well, it's funny. That's where we usually come and meet the Lord, not in our best time, but in our hardest time. He has a way of getting our attention when he loves us. And (laughs) And and, I I felt that totally, you know, and when you have something like that, faith grows in darkness. And when you have that, you're basically saying to yourself, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there, but in times of darkness, do you draw closer to Jesus or further away? Amen. Well, in the biggest battles, that's where we're tested, brother. I mean, when you read the Bible, you know, all those men, the the Davids, the Moseses, it was in the, it was in the, the hardest bat parts of the battle that they drew closer to the Lord. That's, that's when he really drew closer to them also. So, you know, when, when we see those, those, those fights, we know that we're in that time. When, when you were out, you know, what was the, was there a shot? Was there a, a time that you went, wow, this is a surreal shot. This is a beautiful thing. <laughs> All right, this is the greatest shot. This is the greatest photo that I never took, okay? So <laughs> I'm backstage, and uh, this was one of the times his, uh, there was a lot of fog, and this plane was uh, late coming in because of the fog. So mm-hmm. I'm backstage with the, my light set up, almost like this, all ready to go. Uh-huh. Donald Trump's coming in late. The crowd is just waiting for him, and I see Donald Trump rush in, and so I saw Donald Trump fix his hair in real yeah. life, in real time. And I just wanted so bad <laughs> to like, oh, put my camera up, you know, with the hairspray yeah. and everything. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get fired if I take this picture. <laughs> so I saw him do his hair, his marvelous. It was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've always wondered when, when, uh, when he does his hair, I said, I wonder if he has a professional do that. No, so. I, I seen it in real life. It was yeah. wonderful. So <laughs> you, can't, you can't blame it on anybody else. Huh? <laughs> Amen. Uh, so now, what are you doing? I mean, obviously, your life is taking a whole different course. I mean, what you were doing before, your, the lifestyle, Jesus comes into your life. Now, what is the difference be, be, other than Jesus between that now and then? Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. I was a person that had a photography business with 25 photographers working 24, uh, basically 24-7. And then the Trump campaign came. And then during that time in 2015 and 16, working with beck and call five days a week. And then on the weekends, working with my photography studio. Mm-hmm. And so working 24-7. And then now with it is I travel around the country with my children. And I, I saw my younger children. I saw their first steps through Skype. So wow. I was very busy at one time. And now I travel around the country with my children who are homeschooled. And we are part of uh, this tour with uh, Clay Clark and the Reawakening Tour. So we travel around the country and it's beautiful to be able to spend time with my children. 
and to have my children grow up in a way where they get to talk to other people. My, my son and daughter got a history lesson from General Flynn <laughs> and on the Constitution. So it's just wonderful to, to be with these people. Wow. That, that, those are <laughs> surreal moments. Those are, those are a blessing, right? It is wonderful. So, so before, where, your, your business, where was it located at? Here's the thing. Uh, I was well. I was based out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but we had photographers all over the country. So we mm. had uh, photographers in Atlanta, uh, Dallas, in uh, uh, Nevada. We had them all over the place. Like Twenty-five photographers. And so once this thing happened, uh, the backlash about stepping up to the plate, there are consequences to that, and that's why I do understand the silent majority. But the difference yeah. is. You know, it, it comes a time where we got to speak up for what we believe. Sure, and, especially now. Yes, especially now. And, and now that it's happened, you know, you see all the blessings that come with it, which I feel great. I'm with my family now, and it's a different lifestyle being on the road, but I love it. So since you, now you've been with Clay for how long now? Since the beginning. So uh, wow. Chance Encounter, it was uh, interesting because when Clay contacted me for the first one in Tulsa, he's like, hey, we'd like to get him down, have you come down and take some pictures. I said, hey, you think uh, you give me 10, 10 minutes on stage uh, to go uh, to speak? And then I did that. He loved it. So I've been on the tour ever since. And I love it. Uh, I have my, uh, my son uh, is over there. And he's, he's <laughs> you know, he follows me around. But he, he knows all, all the people. He knows all the issues. He's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And he could tell me things about, uh, you know, our country and our government that yeah. most people wouldn't know at, at age 11. Well, that's a good thing. It's it's good to learn at a young age, right? <laughs> so, since the beginning of what's been happening here in the reawakening, have you been seeing a shift? Have you been seeing a change? You know, we came in. I think it was the San Antonio was our first uh, time we came out and started getting uh, shots and B roll for for our, our uh, TV station, right? Um, I began to. It, in San Antonio, I was a little shocked at what I was hearing. I, I knew a lot of things had been going on, but as we got into the Dallas, and now I've, I've seen a lot of change. Hey, you know what? Uh, here's the thing with how um, our father has worked. Um, he said, uh, basically, the clay pots don't tell the, you know, the potter what to do. Amen. And, you know, you would think with this is like, okay, this is how God's gonna fix things. And I was there. You have a person like Ben Carson, who I just absolutely adore. He was the right choice at the time to be the strong Christian. But you see Donald Trump come in and he's a person that takes charge with things. He is the Jehu of our generation where he's gonna do things that are right. It rubs people the wrong way. But that's who God is using today. And you see the same thing. You see all these people in this conference with all these people basically being awakened to what's going on in America and what's going on behind the scenes. And some of it is shocking at times, but this is what America is all about right now. It's it's a great revelation or reawakening of America. And this is how I see it firsthand because I've been here since the beginning of this tour. This is how God is using people and bringing them closer to God. Well, I I know just by the people I've been interviewing and talking to, people are starting to, they've had to choose a side. We've had to choose a side. We've had to say, this is just the way it's going to be and we're not going to switch from that, right? And But one of the things I've noticed is so many people that are stepping up, are, are we're stepping into a season now 
where the other side is in trouble. I, I see that happening. In CNN, they lost 90% of their viewers, right? It was just in the, in the Breitbart report. MSNBC, uh, they've lost 87% of their broadcast viewers. Joe Rogan has 11 times more viewers than CNN. That tells me something right there. That tells me that we are in a massive shift and, we're, and the people can't be lied to no more. And, and what I see here, what, what's happening in the reawakening, and it's very clear to me, that all of a sudden these people that have been behind the scenes, God's moving them up to fill these voids that are gonna start happening in, in, from this next election on, that there's, there's coming people that are going to put the boots on the ground. They're going to get the job done. They're going to do what has to get done. And, and they're going to fill positions that were not there before because people were just complacent. You know what I think is not only complacent, because I 100% agree with you, but I think what happened early on, Donald Trump, I was there when he started saying, oh, CNN or whatever, fake news, fake news. Yeah. And I thought it was, I thought it was a, like... He was joking or is he's just like trying to get on the case. And then what we research is, wow, this is really fake news that is going on. Yeah. And I, I mean, seven years ago, eight years ago, when this happened, I was like, okay, well, what does the news say? And now I see, oh, okay. I see how they're trying to manipulate public opinion based upon things. Yeah. Look at what's going on here today. Why isn't this the biggest news in all the country that you have TV uh, movie theaters going out of business and yet... People are spending their times in conferences, packed out, sold out to hear the truth. Yeah. And new programming before, it was just, okay, the only way you could be legitimate is if you were one of the network and that's where you had your news. But yet you have shows like yours and other shows that are like, hey, we're going to talk about truth in it. And that's mm. what we're seeing in America, a big well, switch. Again, it's like I said, when you see Joe Rogan completely flipping, and he, he was, a, he was a, a hardliner too. And now uh, he's like, no, I see the lie, and I, I'm not going there. And his viewership has exploded. Just to, shows you where we're at. Absolutely. So, Gene, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I, I really want to do something with you. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like there's something that you have, a call or something, that maybe we're going to do something in the future, work together. You, uh, uh, you know what? Um, eight years ago, I would be like, okay, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do. This, and I had it all planned out. One of the wonderful things about what I'm doing is if you just surrender yourself from God and then to God and just say, I don't know where my life is going to head to, but I'm feeling great today. And then tomorrow is in the hands of our, our living Father. Amen. I, I, yeah, when the Lord called me in the ministry, I said, Lord, you got the wrong person. I said, it's, it's the best job I've, uh, that I've ever been in. It, it, it pays the least. So... <laughs> Well, we want to thank all our listeners out there. Again, we're with Gene Ho. Is there, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, you have a website? Yes, or? the easiest way is to remember my name is Gene Ho. So G-E-N-E-H-O. But if you go to GeneHo.com, you can see I have a book about Donald Trump. What is like behind the scenes? Just go to GeneHo.com. Check it out. Support the Patriots. And then support this movement. We want to thank you, brother. Thank you so much. It's been great. And finally, we, we did it. We finally got a chance to sit down. Finally, <laughs> finally. So anybody that you want to get in contact with Gene, you have his information. If not, if you forgot it, just give us a call. We'll get you onto his site. We want to thank all our listeners out there. And I'm sure you'll see him again. I just, uh, I got a feeling. So uh, 
please contact us. If you have anything in need, prayer, just uh, call us on our on our number. Get a hold of us on our webpage. Uh, we want to hear from you. God bless you. And hallelujah. Remember, Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.